one of the fastest videos to rise to the top of our countdown in the history of BET's 106 Apartment. We're going to get into the number one video in the world right now. Normani. Do your thing, girl. Welcome to Movement Scientist, and that is No Money with Motivation, and it's trending right now on YouTube, and it's a nice song. I think it's popular because of the dance moves, and No Money has stolen the show this week. Okay, so, and... Talking about motivation, we are talking about stimulation. And this is going to be through the basic income uh, movement or system that is being um, popularized all over the world through people like Andrew Young and other people, including myself. <laughs> yes, movement scientists also supports and is part of the basic income or universal basic income movement whereby everybody is given credit so that they can uh, engage in the economy and they can buy not only basic needs but even improve their lives and have capital. You know, when you give people money, 
free money money is good is the best gift to give anybody because you can buy literally anything with money and um, it's a better gift to give than a specific gift and i mean it's it's so shocking that the, it took the world this long to discover that truth and so we're going to start with a story from kenya and how kenya is doing exactly that the effects of a universal basic income in kenya and a universal basic income is a specific form of unconditional cash transfer enough to make basic needs and delivered everyone within a community the idea of ubi has received global attention for varied reasons as a way to alleviate extreme poverty to reduce inequality and to provide a more robust safety net to workers in rapidly changing labor markets but little rigorous evidence exists on the impacts of a long term commitment to providing one researchers will partner with give directly in kenya to evaluate both short term and long term effects of basic income and so that is a story from kenya they were doing that evaluation of the uh, basic income and i want us to go to another story about basic income in kenya again and i was even thinking about it today and i was like telling myself do you know we can actually change the um what are called the charities all over the world to start having credit charities or credit non-governmental organizations and these are organizations that um will be giving people money and and um like what they have said from a 2017 article that the basic income experiment in Kenya is disproving a big myth there's a myth that people when you give them free money they misuse it and this research was done for 12 years like Maurice Witi is 47 years old and works as a caregiver in a rural Kenyan village in a poor community such as this Witi is likely to have is lucky to have a job but until 2016 spending even $20 a month on school fees for his son was a struggle and a charity called give directly you see there you are um announced to witi and dozens of residents that they'll give them $22 a month for the next 12 years it was a part of an experiment of basic income and then they discovered that in that the, the villagers slowly quietly been distributing the biggest con- misconception about basic income that it will make you drink and gamble and they found people used the income to pay for their school fees children's school fees medicine repair homes and invest their small businesses to further grow their wealth while some use the money for so-called temptation goods which is normal like da majority um that uh the majority spent them on basic necessities so basically basic income is good and for me i'm even a more free moralist i don't believe that it is a sin or it's a crime to buy 
temptation goods. I mean, you can get money, you should get free money uh, to do many things, you see, because alcohol is in the economy, you know? Yes. And all of these, uh, and um, cigarettes is in the economy. And, and you see, the beauty about this is that I know the temptation goods have problems, like they can cause uh, diseases, but look at what the government already does. They, they tax them higher. So there's no problem if somebody, when you give him basic income and he's going to spend it on alcohol, he's going to waste his money there because the tax is very high on, on alcohol, rightly so. So there's no problem. And that's what I know there are people who are moralists. The moralists do not think that people should receive free money because they will be uh, misusing it on temptation goods. And I'm like, no. The, the experiment they did in, the, in a rural village in Kenya is proof that people do not use money just for temptations. But they use, most of them use them for basic needs. And that's the case for basic income. And I support it 100%. Whether temptation or no temptation, money, the economy is made up of temptation goods and non-temptation goods. Those are needs. So be free to buy whatever you want. You know, I, I, I laugh at moralists because... I, I don't believe in absolute morality. I mean, what you think is good for you may be bad for another person. So that should not govern your giving of money. You know, you don't give money for some, to someone because of what they will do with it. Basic income is giving money, full stop. Yes. whatever. The, some people will get the money and take it to the bank. You're joking with human beings, you know. And some will take it and they'll go on vacation. I mean, isn't that a good way of spending money? So that's what I'm saying. Basic income should not be seen as something rewarding what you've done. It's not a reward. It's a gift. It's a free gift so that you can make the economy grow. And that's what we are calling stimulation to motivate the economy as no money has sunk. And to enhance the economy, like the transhumanists are doing, enhancing human uh, condition. So we, through basic income, we will enhance the economy. So basic income is called universal basic income also, citizen's income, citizen's basic income in UK, and basic income guarantee in United States and Canada, and basic living stipend and universal demo grant is a periodic cash payment delivered to all on an individual basis without means, test, or work requirement. Now, that's the beauty of the basic income. No work and no test. Now, you may be working. You will still receive basic income. You may not be working. You will still receive basic income. You may be in the hospital. You will still receive basic income. You may be, um, you may be in, in prison. 
you will still receive basic income. That's my position because it's unconditional. It's not based on what you've done. Now, you may ask yourself, what does a prisoner need basic income for? In Turkey, I was made aware that the prisoners pay their electric bills and water bills in the prison. So, what's going to happen? You will need to give them income so that they can pay for their bills and the money comes back to the prison. You see? So, with universal basic income, it's win-win for the giver of money. And this is what I want to suggest even to social organizations like churches that have poor people and they or people who are suffering. They need to set up credit funds that are universal basic income based and whereby they pay their members free money. Yes, every month. Yes, I'm telling you. It's a beautiful system because they will build the economy. You will not see a member of the church crying that you can't help them, that, um, that they're going through struggles, that they, don't, they can't pay rent, they can't eat. Now with such a system in a church, people will come to church, you know. The churches will be full because they now know they can receive money from the church. And the church will also get money when they call for offering because people now have money to give. Because when you go to many churches in Africa, it's sad. People can't give because they don't have money. But now when you have a universal basic income system, they are able to give because they have money. It's simple mathematics. And the best, it came at the right time when the world is now running to robots. So these are the features of basic income, unconditional. A basic income would vary with age, but with no other condition. So everyone of the same age would receive the same basic income, whatever their gender, employment status, family structure, contribution to society, housing costs, or anything else. So everybody, everyone of the same age, and yes, it will include prisoners. That's why it's unconditional. And I've told you what you do with prisoners. This, like what Turkey has done and other countries, you make prison, prisons that have good water, sanitation, and electricity, but paid by the prisoners. So the universal basic income for a prisoner is to pay for his fees. Because, you know, these days in prisons, prisons are not just prisons like the past. People learn and they go to school. So every prisoner will get the universal basic income and pay the school fees or tuition in the prison and then can also pay their bills and can buy things. Yes, prisons have to be humane. You know, we have to destroy the colonial mentality or the ancient mentality where prisons were places of dirt and and a lot of um, a lot of discord and wars i mean if you do that there'll be no prison breaks you know and i'm telling you even when a prison is so good people don't like prisons <laughs> just because it's not it's, it is a it is good and now you may be getting money doesn't mean you like prison so people i want you to know people don't go to prison 
because they want to. They go to prison because they were caught in committing an offense. And that's why they go to prison. Okay? So nobody goes there on purpose that I must go to prison. There is nobody who has committed a crime saying that I committed it so I could go to prison because it's bad. But even if it is good, nobody wants to go to a place whereby they are confined. So that's why I'm saying prisoners also deserve universal basic income so that they can pay for the school fees in the prison because many of these prisons, they teach them without paying. You know, and they don't pay the teachers. They don't pay the the guys who come and uh, teach them law, lecturers, you know. They don't pay them. But now, when you have UBI, that is it, which must extend to prisoners, then you will see they will be paying teachers. And you see, the teacher is earning a salary. The prison is earning through the water bills and the electricity bills. So, universal basic income is unconditional. You don't have to do anything to receive it. And I support that 100%. Secondly, universal basic income is automatic. Someone's basic income would be automatically paid weekly or monthly into a bank account or similar. Yes, this is what I support also. It's automatic. They are not wasting time telling you you um, your your number is a, uh, your bank account has a problem. No, they will send it to you irrespective of the status of your bank account. And I like that. It should be automatic because it's unconditional. Yes, it's not based on what you've done. You may have debts. But it's not going to it's not going to refuse to they won't refuse to give you the money because you have debts. They will give it to you anyway. Secondly, thirdly, sorry, basic income is non-withdrawable. This means basic incomes would, would not be means tested. Whether someone's earnings increase, decrease, or stay the same, the basic income will not change. So it's not based on, on your earnings. Your earnings may increase, you will still receive basic income. Your earnings may decrease, you will still receive basic income. And your earnings may stay the same, and you will still receive basic income. And that's what I support. Even the village in Kenya, they were giving them $22. You know, that's, that's a little money. This is my reasoning. Poverty is measured $1 a day. If you, if you live below $1 a day, you are a poor person. So, what are they supposed to pay those villagers they met in Kenya? They are supposed to pay them $30 a month. That's what they're supposed to do. So that to measure, because in a day, if you are not making more than $1, if you never made $1 in a day, you are actually living in poverty. Yes, so the universal basic income should be per the, what do you call it? I mean, it should be, it should understand in total. So these guys, I think they made an error to put it at $22. They should have put it at $30 because every day 
a human being should spend more than one dollar or should earn more than one dollar from their labor. Now, another way of calculating basic income is to use the minimum wage uh, numbers so that minimum wage is $100. Most, in most places in Africa, $100 is the minimum wage per month. So that means every day the guy works for $3. Are you seeing how Africans really, really are still very far in making good money? Because in America, that is a crime. To be earning $3 a day is madness. But this is what's happening in Africa. And so it's, a, it's another issue we'll talk about next time. But let's, stick it, let's keep it there because that's what's the minimum wage in most countries in Africa that have minimum wage. So what do you do? You give everybody a minimum wage, basic income. So everybody will receive $100 per month. Everyone aged 18 and above or even if you want to be so generous even the children the moment they are born they can have an account their birth certificate is connected to an account government account that receives that money and the parent can even use that money to support their child's education and eating you know we've met mothers who have struggled taking care of children, you know, and if you have such a system, I mean, Gaddafi had it. Gaddafi used to give mothers who had uh, their children, any woman who gave birth, received, I think, something like one thousand dollars. You know, and that's a good uh, incentive in the life of a mother because she's not going to struggle taking care of the child, and it's very important because. The child's first years are the most important in the world, in the life of the child. In fact, it's just like the house. Do you know what's the most important part in the house? The foundation, not the decorations after the house is built. The foundation. When the foundation is not firm, when an earthquake comes, the house is down. So the child's early years are the foundation of every human's life so if that life is not taken care of early you will have a child who is very miserable very saddened very antisocial and 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 a lot of these dramas happening that don't need to happen you know you see so i suggest that um I suggest that when they measure the UBI, the basic income, it should be either minimum wage or, if not minimum wage, uh, you can now have what is called, uh, the, like what Andrew Young is suggesting, freedom dividend, which will be $1,000 per month. Now, that one is very good, and I like that one because it's a lot of money. You know, it's a lot of money. And it's that money being a lot in America, having 300 million people, that means 
roughly 150 billion dollars per month now the beauty of that free money it stimulates the economy every month you're injecting it with 150 billion over and over again and people are asking themselves but how will we fund it are we going to keep on printing no in the first two months of releasing 150 billion dollars like in america if they do the andrew young system people will spend the money and it comes back to the economy and the government will get back the money through taxes and so part of the money that will come back as taxes will go back into the system the next month and then that is another it goes on round and round round and round so the the country is just the economy is just being boosted 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 every month boosted boosted by the economic activity of the people because when you give people everybody money everybody is in the economy and when everybody is in the economy the economy becomes very big you see it's wonderful and that's why i love preaching and talking about universal basic income and the higher it is the better like i've told you can you imagine if you're giving those kenyan villagers 200 dollars per month they would collapse they would just say this is too much because where they live they they really they just survive on 30 dollars per month and that's a lot of money for some villagers you know and so it will really revolutionize the life of rural dwellers now what about the urban dwellers i believe to deal with urban poverty you will have to give them more than 30 dollars and that's why i've suggested the minimum wage basic income whereby everybody even the one working will get that 100 dollars per month and then alternatively if you're as generous as andrew young you can do the $1,000 per, per month. And you know that one of Andrew Young? If you bring it to Africa, they will even tell you, please, I just want it once. <laughs> but what I want to encourage Africans is that, no, you should receive high money monthly because that's what encourages you to have a very good business, to have a very good shop, to have a very good school, to have a very good you see all of that it's because the more money you have the more you can build something good and it brings back your money it's simple as that so i'm trying to dissuade africans from the usual small mentality small mindedness that i just need a little money to do something you know i was talking to someone and asked him um so when i give if i give you money what will you do with it oh i have so many ideas and you see, you have so many ideas. Now, if I give you little money for those so many ideas, what will happen? It, the ideas won't come to pass, you see. So you need enough money for your idea to come to pass. Right. And the last one, or second last one is the basic income is individual, meaning it would be paid on an individual basis and not on the basis of a couple or household. I thoroughly support that. Because the individual is the basic unit of society, not the family. Reason, 
the family is a composition of individuals. Secondly, the family unit is diverse. Not all families have two parents. Not all families have parents. Not all families have children. And that is the reason why you cannot give money per family or per couple. You have to give it per individual. Secondly, giving money as individual helps families not have divisions. You know, like what we find in the patriarchal world is women do not work because there is a man working. So, when you have UBI, it helps the woman get money. Even though she's not working, she can stay home, but she's getting money. Now, what does the money help her to do? To help her to improve the house. It helps her to work at home. You see? So that's the beauty of UBI. Rather than her waiting for the man and saying, there is no food. I need, we need to buy oil. We need to buy vegetables. And the man looks at you and says, don't you see I work so hard? Don't you even care? And all you're saying here is, give me money, I buy groceries again. Who finished them? You know, all of these excuses that come from patriarchs, the men of the house, when they go to buy. So when you have UBI, it solves that problem. The woman will not cry and she will not need to ask the man for anything. And the man will be like, okay, now since you're receiving money, let's sit down and plan. And they plan together. And I'm talking about heterosexual couples and heterosexual sexual families. They are homosexual families whereby the parents are both men and both men or both women, two women. Okay, so either it all works to all couples, they need money. Every individual needs money because they have a personal life. I mean, do you share the body of your spouse? Ask yourself that question. You don't share this body of your spouse. So there are some days you want to do things for yourself. So you do that. And that's why I'm happy with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia have allowed women to travel without the permission of their husband. Can you imagine? That was how patriarchal Saudi Arabia was. Women could not travel anywhere without the permission of their husband. And that's madness. Why treat a woman like a child? You know? <laughs> yes, I know people say, but women need to be protected. That's the fault of the government because security is to be working 24-7 for both men and women. You know, that's where, that's where the world is going. We are going to a world whereby women can even travel anywhere without supervision and nobody will attack a woman for being a woman. You know, we are getting there. And how do we get there? When we revamp security. And that's what people need to understand. So, I'm happy with Saudi Arabia. They are really progressing despite their patriarchal Islam that, uh, that puts a lot of conditions on women because they are women.
and and I think people need to understand women and the weak people of society need to be liberated and one way of liberating them is giving them money All right and lastly basic income as a right very very important every legal resident would receive a basic income subject to a minimum period of legal residency and continuing residency for most of the year yes i agree with that because a resident is a temporary citizen and if you give him money he will use the money in the economy and that's how we gain because there's a danger of making basic basic income nationalistic whereby only the citizens will receive money and not non-citizens but that's an error in law because there are non-citizens who live in the country as residents and it would be advisable to give them also money because when you give them money they will pay taxes you see a non-citizen still pays taxes because he's buying your foods he's buying petrol he's buying communication uh credit you know for the telephone the mobile phones he's buying internet he's buying all of these things and there are taxes hidden in that so to encourage tourism in your country or non citizen income or non citizen revenue give them universal basic income okay so it is a right it is a legal right for everybody in the world and i can't wait when it is going to be implemented oh my god the traveling we will be doing the things we will buy yes it's very important that's what stimulates an economy economies are down because there's nobody to buy anything you know nobody is buying anything that is to be bought it's sad you cannot put a thriving business in a place that as an economy whereby only 30% of the people are active consumers in that economy so what do you do you give everybody money to be involved in the system so that's why i told you you know you have to and i encourage churches to and mosques to employ this system you know yes you don't have to wait for donor money you can become a bank and set up a program of universal basic income for your members and see what's going to happen to the economy of the country it will change because people now will run they will buy things they need and that gives shops profits immediately and the the shops will pay taxes and they won't cry because they have enough profit to pay the taxes but imagine a situation whereby 80% are jobless 10% are underemployed and then you expect them to spend they will not spend and then the shops don't make profits they make more losses than profits 
So what happens? The economy collapses. The government has to borrow because they have no the revenue is little. They are not collecting enough taxes because there are very few people working. But now when you give people money, there is a lot of money to be taxed and therefore the government doesn't need to borrow money. But all it does, it uses the revenue collected. So that is the uh, basic financial basic income. And there are some basic income systems that are specified. Like in, Bo in Brazil, Bolsa Familia is restricted to poor families and children are ob obligated to attend school. So sometimes you can make a special basic income system like helping widows, helping uh, orphans, helping the poor, but not necessarily the rich. But I am for the view that everybody should receive, even if you are rich. For this reason, the money is going to come back to the economy. Even if you give a rich person. Yes, it's, it's okay. I mean, for some rich people, like basic income, whom does it favor? It favors the poor more than the rich. Because the rich is already rich. Why does he need more money? That's what someone will say. So, if he doesn't need it, give it to him anyway, you know? So, that's what I say. Uh, don't, don't specify it that you're only focusing on the poor. Give everybody because it is, a, it, is a, it is universal. That is why you're giving everybody. But if you give the poor, don't call it universal basic income, but call it uh, poverty benefits. This is for poor people who are not able to earn anything. But if it's universal basic income, give also to the rich. So the rich will also need money. I mean, go and ask a rich man, is it, is, has he stopped making money because he's rich? He would be mad if he stopped because money can get finished. You know, you can buy something. Yes, you can buy a plot of land and build something that collapses because of a poor business plan. Now, all the money goes to the drain. What are you going to do? You see? So who said rich people don't lose money? They also lose money. And big money. Okay. Good. So let's look at the history of basic income. It was uh, discussed by Thomas More, the great um, lawyer in the time of, say, of King Henry VIII of England. And in his book, Utopia, he said... Every person receives a guaranteed income. I want to kiss Thomas More. Yes, that is, the, that is utopia. I mean, when you give people... Do you know oxygen? Everybody's breathing. Because they have been given oxygen. We don't know who gave it to us. But we've been given oxygen to breathe. That's the beauty of life. So imagine someone giving you money. And they tell you, do whatever you want with it. Go go it's wonderful and that's what i support with all my heart okay another guy still english was thomas paine's spence and thomas paine of america they both declared their support for a, a system that guaranteed all citizens a certain income and 
government can establish a minimum income guarantee as what i said and not allow income to fall below levels set for various household types social insurance can pay benefits in the case of sickness unemployment or old age or the basic of yeah of course this is the social insurance systems that are already there and universal and conditional payments such as the uk's child's benefit for children so these ones are already existing there is the social security fund there is the social welfare but basic income is like the andrew young is a freedom dividend you know is for everybody and to liberate people because even despite having these social insurance systems people are still um not being supported like i've told you what happened in the kenyan villages 22 dollars that's that's nothing you know that's not how you i mean that's little money yes imagine if 22 dollars changed their lives what about 200 dollars see it's going to be great people will i'm telling i tell africans this is the answer to poverty in africa because guys will be flying going to different places in africa guys will be driving the buses will be so beautiful because bus owners will be able to buy posh buses because everybody has money to travel in a nice bus oh my goodness the heaven that will be in africa only the ancestors know <laughs> so it's that's the power of universal basic income and the problem of many social welfare programs in the world right now they are still lagging behind they are very they pay you meager amounts of money and i support minimum wage starting from minimum wage income to what you can call credit income whereby you give people even incentive to start a business okay and then every month not once a month once a year or once in a lifetime income no every month so when you started a new business with the big the basic income universal basic income what happens is when the business doesn't pick up the next month the the new the basic income you get for that next month comes to cushion the business because businesses don't do well because they have little capital inflows if a, the let me tell you the best businesses in the world have very many inflows in a month so they are able to pay their rent they are able to pay their bills they are able to pay their workers but a business the first month they are not getting inflows because people don't have money so people can't buy from that shop so what happens they can't pay their bills they can't pay rent the workers are saying where is my salary so what happens the next month the guy is not receiving another inflow so they they make the same losses they can't pay the rent so they get debts and then next thing you know the guy declares the business bankrupt closes down and sacks people and has to pay debts but when you're getting a basic income the first month you don't do well then the next month the income comes to cover those losses until you start making profit so you see that's the beauty of receiving money 
every month rather than once in a lifetime. I was telling somebody, you can't start a business with a one-time gift. You know, someone just gives you $1,100 for you to start a business. And I'm like, are they serious? Who said the business is going to succeed just like that? It's going to have problems that may take even 70% of the capital. So what do you do? Every month, stimulate that guy and you will see the business will flourish. Okay, so it's there's a lot to read about basic income. But I was basically uh, touching on the main features of the basic income system. So there's one in Alaska, the state of USA, whereby it's called the Permanent Fund of Alaska. And these guys give a basic income based on the oil and gas revenues of the state to nearly all state residents. However, the payment is not high enough to cover basic expenses and is not fixed guaranteed amount. Of course, because it's based on oil and gases. So if the revenue of oil and gases is down, then the income will be down. Uh, it's a good system. I like what they've called it, permanent fund. But as I've told you, the higher the basic income, the better for everyone. Because the money comes back to the economy. I know some people are like, how, how can I give a human being $1,000 a month? Am I mad? You're not mad. You're clever. Because it's coming back to you. You know? Yes, it will come back to you. You own the shops. You own the banks. You own the restaurants. So you give this guy 1000 he's going to go to your restaurant, he's going to go to your shop, he's going to go to your bank. The money has come back. You see? As simple as that. So there is really no loss. And the, when you have a high basic income, please sit down and relax. The money is coming home. Hillary Clinton considered a policy similar to the Alaska Permanent Fund and for America as part of a platform after reading Peter Burns' book on the subject with liberty and dividends for all. Ultimately, Clinton decided not to, stating in her memoir how we couldn't make the numbers work. However, Clinton has said in retrospect, Alaska's system uh, can work and we will figure out the details later. So other guys who have considered the same include a Republican Treasury Secretaries, James Baker and Henry Paulson. So of course we have discussed um, the different types of uh, basic income systems where they they give old people and um, children. But I am for everybody, especially eighteen and above. And in Africa, they may even have to consider below 18 because the youth bulge is so big. And if you do not take care of the youth bulge, you will have crisis, political revolutions, and chaos. Yes, this is what happened in Sudan and is already happening in Zimbabwe. Because the life is so hard, people cannot afford 
any meal, you know, and they don't have jobs. So you just imagine it's, it's serious suffering. This is the answer to Zimbabwe. This is the answer to Sudan. This is the answer to Nigeria. Give the people money. Do you know how many businesses will go to Zimbabwe the moment they have UBI? I'm telling you, it's going to be a business bonanza in Africa. The moment they allow UBI to work. And that's what I want. And that's the answer to Zimbabwe. I'm telling you, Zimbabweans out there who are listening to me right now, and Sudanese who have just overthrown their president for his uh, failure to uh, keep the economy well, the answer is universal basic income for all Zimbabweans. Immediately, they receive $1,000 per month. Yes, they need that to wake them up and allow investors to come to the country and set up factories because now there will be people who can buy their stuff. Now there will be people who can buy clothes. Now there will be people who can buy food. But if you don't have such a system, oh my God, you are going to have the upheavals that are happening in Zimbabwe. And Sudan, I've told you, they've just removed a president. A demagogue has just fallen. And I am really on this point because money helps people live well. So that is the universal basic income. Of course, there are criticisms, and but they are really anyone who is criticizing this system is really not uh, uh what do you call it uh, is not very well schooled in economics and i'm supported by the list of advocates of basic income peter diamond economics nobel prize winner christopher pisari writes the same elon musk a billionaire Yanis Varoufakis, former Greek finance minister. Zuckerberg, another billionaire. And Andrew Yang, who is running for the Democrat nomination 2020 U.S. presidential election. Congratulations. Look at that list of advocates. Rich men who are aware. Now, they are aware of the, the, the power of money. And I, as I end... I tell people, money is like the blood in the body. Little blood is called anemia. So, if there is little money in the economy, the economy will fall down. If there is a lot of money in the economy, a lot of blood, you are healthy. You even can, you can live long. Actually, I I am... Also a transhumanist. And I'm going to discuss about long life. Long life is based on having enough, a strong heart that can pump enough blood. Because life of the human is also in the blood. Must just, it is in the genes. So if you don't pump the blood, that's why Jane Fonda is a great health 
gymnast, gym, I mean, not gymnast, <laughs> I mean, health fitness lady, who, even in her old age, looks young because of her. She pumped her heart to work. And that's what g- g- uh, going to the gym does. It makes your heart busy. And so you keep on producing blood. It, the heart is a stimulator. So that's the same way universal basic income works. It stimulates the economy by producing money because people have now money to bring it in the economy. And so I shout it every day to everybody that I know that this is a system to save the world and from poverty and take the world to a higher level. Can you imagine with $1,000 per month, how many people will buy Apple phones? How many people will buy Samsung phones? The latest gadgets. And these companies do not need to reduce the price because people who have the money. It's wonderful. So let's go. Let's do it. Today I'm in a, in a happy mood because this is the best system and movement for me right now. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time. We leave you with a song from let's 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 pick a lucky 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 song and i don't know uh, I, I let's go to davido and chris brown blow my mind Because we're here.